0: Good morning. It's good to see you here today. We're so grateful for your presence. If you're visiting, as always, we invite you to come back. We're so grateful that you have chosen to come today, and we hope and pray that your time spent with us will benefit you and bless your life. We're so thankful for the many visitors that come our way on a weekly basis. I do want to begin by saying very quickly how much we appreciate those that organized the Christmas yesterday for Pineville children's home. We had a good turnout. Uh, I know that the kids love the gifts. Uh, They enjoyed the games and the luncheon. And so thank you to each of you that made that possible. We appreciate so much all the planning and preparation that went into making that a very special day for some young people. And so again, we appreciate that very, very much. We're going to be looking today at Psalm 55. Psalm 55. Specifically, we're going to look at Psalm 55, verse 22. And in our lesson today, we're going to be talking about how to handle the burdens of life. I'm well aware of the fact that many of us are faced with burdens on a daily basis. Some of you here today have no doubt many, many burdens that you're grappling with. And we understand life and the complexities of life and the fact that life can be very difficult and problematic for many, many people. I think about the words of Job many years ago when he said, man born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. So trouble and trial are not something that, well, it's not something that we expect to not have to deal with in this life. We understand it's a reality. What I want us to do this morning is look at Psalm 55 and think for a moment or two about, in our study, how to handle the burdens of life. And I think, theoretically, it's easy to say, don't worry about your burdens and just put them to the side. But sometimes that is easier said than done. I want to begin this morning with prayer and then following our prayer we're going to look at our lesson. Would you pray with me? Our Father in heaven, we're so thankful for the many prayers that have been answered on our behalf in days gone by. We're thankful for the privilege and the power of prayer and for the fact that you love us and care for us. We're so grateful that when we face burdens in life that we can look to you and that we can expect to find mercy and grace. Father, we pray for those this morning who are struggling and hurting, who are bearing burdens. And Father, we realize that life can change so quickly. And sometimes we think about the burdens that we face in life and the difficulties that lay ahead. And we ask for strength and mercy to help us get through tough times ahead. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let me begin this morning by reading for you Psalm 55, verse 22. Listen to what the psalmist said. David said many, many years ago, Cast your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. You know, when I think about life, I understand that things can change so quickly. Sometimes we talk about how life can change on a dime, and that's so true. Many of us deal with pain and suffering regularly. For many, we face burdens in this life. I think about people in this world and people in the church that understand tough times are on the horizon. If you knew a tsunami were to be coming your way, what would you do? What kind of preparation would you make? And you think about some of the difficulties and problems and things that we face on a regular basis, things that lay ahead. How do we prepare for the absolute worst in life? The lesson today is a how-to lesson. Because what we're going to be talking about is how to deal with the burdens of life. So number one, here's what I want us to remember. First and foremost, we have to learn to relinquish our burdens. And this is easier said than done. It's kind of like worry. You know, sometimes people say, don't worry. Well, again, that's easier said than done, isn't it? I think about the words of Paul in Philippians chapter 4. When he said, in nothing be anxious, in other words, in nothing worry, but in everything with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And so, how do we offset anxiety and worry and the burdens of life? Well, Paul tells us. And That is, we have to relinquish those anxieties and burdens and look to God. I want to begin this point by first and foremost saying that we should not carry our burdens. Let me just sum it up. Don't carry your burdens. Now you think about all the different burdens that we face in this life. And I guess as I think about this point and relinquishing the burdens that we face in life and stepping back and saying, you know what, I'm not going to carry these burdens. Why? Number one, because we don't have we don't have the strength to bear them alone do we do you think about how tough life can be and how so many things can go awry in life and yet many times folks try to shoulder the difficulties that they face on their own and what the bible says is you don't have to shoulder those things alone and the reason is because you don't have the strength To bear it alone. Listen, if you would, to David in Psalm 55 in verse 1. He said, Give ear to my prayer, O God, and do not hide yourself from my supplication. Now, if you read this Psalm, David is facing some really tough times. Someone very, very close to him has hurt him, gutted him, as we would say. And so David goes before the throne of God and literally lays his burdens before the Lord. And you remember what David said down in verse 22. We read it just a moment ago. Cast your burden on the Lord. And the promise is He will sustain you. And so I think about the fact that we don't have to shoulder the burdens of life alone. We don't have the strength to bear these burdens alone. Do you remember what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, Peter said, Casting all your care on Him, for He cares for you. Peter understood that we don't have the ability, the strength, to bear the anxieties and burdens and trials and tribulations of life on our own. So first and foremost, don't try to carry the burdens of life. Number two, Don't be consumed by the burdens of life. And you think about how if we're not careful, we can literally become consumed by our anxieties, our fears, our burdens, our trials, our tribulations. How many people in our world, and yes, even in the church, are consumed by any number of things in life? You think about some of the things that you're dealing with. And we talk about not allowing the burdens of life to consume us. Why is it that we would want to turn those things over to God? Two reasons. Number one, the burdens of life, first and foremost, will wear you down. Listen to Psalm 55 in verse 2, beginning. Listen to what David said. Attend to me and hear me. He said, I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily. Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, he said, they bring down trouble upon me. In wrath they hate me. Now I want you to think about something. When you're dealing with some very complex problems in life, and sometimes we think about those things that lay ahead, and we really don't know how things are going to turn out, is it not the case that over time those things can grind on you? And literally wear you down, yes. Beat you down day by day by day. And sometimes if we're not careful, we, we become exhausted. And we can't sleep. We can't think. We can't eat. Because the burdens of life have worn us down. So not only, will they, not only will they wear us down, but they will weigh on us. Drop down if you would and look at verse 6. Look at verses 6 through 8. And listen to what David said in the long ago. We talk about how the burdens of life can weigh us down. It's true, they wear us down, but listen to him in verse 6. And I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove, and then I would fly away and be at rest. Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. How many times, based on what you have experienced or what you are experiencing, your only thought is, if I could just fly away, get away, somehow remove myself from this situation. Is that not the case sometimes? Don't you want to just pack up and leave, get away? Fly away, remove yourself from, as David said, that windy tempest? Yes. Look, sometimes we just want to get away from life. And that's what what David is talking about here. Everyone just board a plane and go nowhere, just get away. Get away by yourself. It's what David's talking about. Look, I just need to get away from all of this. So learning to relinquish our burdens. But then there's a second thing. That has to do with our refuge in our burdens. Now, listen again to what David said in Psalm fifty-five, twenty-two: Cast your burden on the Lord. And the promise is He will sustain you. Did you know that the Lord will hide you during the burdens of life? that you can look to God for shelter and security. Look at life and how complex and changing. Well, really, life changes every day, doesn't it? Circumstances change. And so... To understand that God has the ability to hide us during those burdens in this life. Let me just call attention to a couple of passages I think are very encouraging. First, look at Psalm 61. This is David again talking, and listen to what David said in the long ago Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed. Do you ever get overwhelmed in life? Do you ever have difficulty understanding the things that are going on? Is it a problem sometimes to make a decision because you're so overwhelmed with what's going on in life? Yes. I mean, think about David. David was a man after God's own heart. And we talk about what a spiritual giant he was, and and there's no doubt he was a spiritual giant. But David was a human being, just like us. And David had his shares of good times and bad times. There were joys and frustrations. There were highs and lows. There were triumphs and there were trials. And so here is David, this man after God's own heart, and he is pouring his heart out to God. And here it is. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You've been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. He said, I will abide in your tabernacle, in your tent forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. And then back up and look at Psalm 57. Listen again to David as he speaks here. In Psalm 57, verse 1, David said, Be merciful. To me, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. Then he said, In the shadow of your wings I will make my refuge. Now listen to what he says. Until these calamities have passed by. Is it not the case that we can look to God for shelter and security when life is literally coming apart at the seams? The answer is yes. That's what David is saying. You know, sometimes, sometimes we need some shelter and we need security from what's going on. You think about how many people in the church today are faced with storms. I'm talking about absolute storms in life. And they are being beaten to a pulp. And they're trying to make sense of everything. And David is saying in the long ago, look, I'm facing some tough times My life's not where I want it to be right now. One thing is certain, though, my trust is in God. He is my shelter. He is my strength. As a matter of fact, in Psalm 18, two times in two verses, David lays claim to God being the source of his strength. And so, you think about, you know, sometimes we talk about survival of the fittest. And in no way do I believe in evolution. But I do believe that as a child of God, our goal is to get to heaven, right? So there are times in life when we have to learn to survive, to make it day by day. And that's what David's talking about here. Okay, here's how you make it day by day. Number one, you relinquish those burdens. Number two, you look to God for refuge when you're facing burdens. You remember Psalm 46? The psalmist in the long ago said God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And if you read Psalm 46, the psalmist is talking about how life is literally being turned upside down. The world has come unhinged. And yet the psalmist in the long ago is looking to God as a refuge and strength. And I love what he says, a very present help in trouble. So, as you think about what David is discussing here, the fact that the Lord has the ability to hide us in the burdens of life. Not only will God hide us during our burdens, but He will help us during our burdens. Do you believe that? Do you believe the Lord will help you? I believe in a God who is sovereign. He is over all. That's what the psalmist said in Psalm 99, verse 1. The Lord reigns. God is over all. He is above all. And as Paul said, He is through all. God is sovereign. And God is involved in the affairs of life. And what David is saying is, look, the Lord has the ability to sustain you. Why? Because He's involved in your life. Listen again to what he said in Verse 22 Cast your burden on the Lord. And what will He do? He will sustain you. Does God not have the ability to support and sustain you day in, day out? Yes, He does. And we talk about the power of God and the providential welfare of God. And here is David, and David is undergoing a siege of problems in his life. And things aren't working out very well for him, and yet he's looking to God. And what what David is saying is, look, and this is true for every age. David is saying, "What what you need to do, what you need to learn to do is cast your burden on the Lord. And the reason is, He will sustain you. I mentioned a moment ago, the strength that we derive from the Lord. What was it Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13? Paul was writing from a Roman prison cell. And Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Who gives us the strength to get out of bed in the morning when our heart is hurting? When we're in sorrow, when when we're faced with fears and anxieties and worries, when life has dealt us a cruel blow? Is it not the Lord? Is it not the Lord that enables us to make it day by day by day? And so, to look to God for refuge... In our burdens, And then there is a third thing I want to share with you. First, we talk about relinquishing our burdens. Secondly, understanding that we have a refuge for our burdens. And then thirdly, resolve. Resolve in our burdens. What kind of resolve? Well, I think a couple of things. Number one. First and foremost, I would say we need to stay focused. Be focused in life. Two things here. Number one, remember to pray to the Lord. Remember to pray. Look at verse 17. Listen to what David said. In verse 16, he said, As for me, I will call upon God. The Lord shall save me. Now look at verse 17. Evening, morning, and noon will I pray and cry aloud. Now listen to this promise and he shall hear my voice. Does God hear you when you pray? Did you know that one of the great spiritual blessings that you enjoy as a Christian is the fact that there is a God in heaven who delights in your prayers? That's what Solomon said in Proverbs 15. Peter said, The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. His ears are open unto their prayers. To remember to pray. To pray to the Lord. I think about how many of the saints in days gone by spent a lot of time in prayer. You can read the Psalms. And note, if you would, the emphasis that David placed on prayer in his own life. Again, David was a man after God's own heart. And yet David spent quality time in prayer to God. Now, if David spent time in prayer to God, shouldn't we? And then you look at the life of Jesus. As Jesus faced Gethsemane, or rather faced the cross in Gethsemane, do you remember the Bible says, and being in agony, he prayed more earnestly? How did Jesus offset the burdens associated with the cross that lay before him? He prayed to the Father. And if he prayed to the Father, should we not pray? You remember Hebrews chapter 5? who in the days of his flesh offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him who was able to save him from death. And here's what the Bible says, And he was heard. Does God hear our prayers? Yes, he does. Do we have assurance in that? Yes, we do. You remember Jesus taught in Luke 18:1. the Bible says that we ought to always pray and not faint or become discouraged. Let me tell you what, the burdens of life can be so overwhelming If you're not careful, you'll throw in the towel. We'll talk about that in just a moment. So, first, remember to pray to the Lord. Number two, remember the presence of the Lord. Remember the presence of the Lord. Do you recall back in Genesis chapter 39 after Joseph had been sold out by his brothers? The Bible talks about how he was transported down to Egypt became a servant in the household of Potiphar. Three times in Genesis chapter 33, here's what the Bible says about Joseph. And the Lord was with him. Joseph was separated from his family, from his home, from his friends. I mean, he has been cut off. He is in a foreign land among foreign people, and yet here's what the Bible says, the Lord was with him. Do you recall in the book of Joshua when God said to Joshua in the long ago, Moses, Moses, my servant, is dead? Joshua would become that general to lead the children of God into the promised land. And God said to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. In that same context, God said, I will be with you wherever you go. Is that not true today for us? It's true. Remember what the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews chapter 13, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now you think about that. You talk about putting your trust in someone who's going to stand by you in good times and bad times, in triumphs and trials. Come what may, the Lord will stand by you. I mentioned a moment ago Philippians chapter 4 when Paul said I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you look at that context in about verse 5, Paul said, Let your gentleness, forbearance be known unto all men. And then he said, The Lord is at hand. You know what he was saying? The Lord is present. Paul's in prison. The time is about A.D. 61, 62. Separated from his traveling companions in a Roman prison cell and yet he had the presence of mind to understand that there is a God in heaven keenly aware of his situation in life and not only keenly aware of what he was facing in life but he was right there with him. So to remember remember to pray to the Lord and number two remember the presence of the Lord. Second thing very quickly first I said a moment ago, we need to stay focused. But Secondly, stay faithful. Don't let the burdens of life cost you your faith in God. Whatever you're facing in life today, whatever lay ahead, don't let the things that trouble you in this life cause you to give up or give out. Do you remember Job in the long ago? Job experienced a lot of heartache in life. It would be difficult for me to put into human words the sorrow and trial and tribulation he faced. But I want to share with you what he said. Life had literally been turned upside down in his life. And Job is questioning why are all these things going on? What's happening in my life? And yet, here's what he said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Look, I don't know everything that you're facing in life, but I know this, we can't afford to give up, we can't afford to give in, we can't afford to give out. Here's what James said, blessed is the man that endures temptation, for when he has been tried, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to them that love him. And if you look at James chapter 1, He precedes that statement by talking about the various trials that we face in life. Trials of sickness and disease and death and sorrow and hurt, abandonment, financial reversals, and the list could go on and on. But James is saying, look, when you face all these things, you just remember there is a crown waiting on you. And then I think about the words of Jesus in Revelation chapter 2 when he said, you be faithful even in the face of death. And the promise is the crown of life. I want to close today by encouraging all of us. First and foremost, relinquish our burdens. Secondly, look to the Lord for refuge. Refuge when we face burdens in life. And then thirdly, resolve. Stay strong in our resolve as we face the burdens of life. It might be that you're here this morning. You know, life can be cruel and hard, and yet to know that there is a God in heaven who cares, deeply for us he demonstrated his love for us by sending Jesus to die on the cross so that we might enjoy eternal salvation life's tough enough well a lot of things we could say about how tough, tough life is to try to make it on our own can't imagine but as a Christian, to know that we have the Lord on our side and that His people will stand behind us and beside us. If you're here today and you're not a Christian, what would you need to do to become a child of God? Here it is. Here's what the Bible says. Number one, put your faith and trust in Jesus as the Son of God because Jesus said, except you believe that I'm He, you'll die in your sins, John eight twenty four. And then do as they did On Pentecost Day, as recorded by Luke in Acts chapter 2, repent of your sins. Be baptized into Christ so that all your sins can be washed away so you can enjoy the remission of sins. Let God add you to the church and then be faithful. If you're here today and maybe because of what you have experienced or what you are experiencing, you feel as if... Maybe you've thrown in the towel. Maybe you've waved high the white flag and you realize that's not the answer and you want to come back. Look, we'd be happy to pray with you and for you and God will abundantly pardon. And by the way, if you're here and you're hurting and the burdens that you're facing in life are indescribable and you just need the prayers of the church, We'd be happy to pray with you and for you as we stand and sing.